Firefly Willows L-I-V-E presents Two Owls Having a Hoot, featuring your host, Mildred Lynn McDonald. Delve into the mysteries of ancient wisdom, explore the healing capabilities of energy medicine, and bridge the gap between the seen and the unseen. Get ready to challenge your six senses. Shift your perspective. Learn new energy healing tools and connect the dots between the old, the new, and everything in between. Tune in to Two Owls Having a Hoot for stimulating conversations steeped in boundless curiosity and divine wonder. Airs the first Thursday of the month at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 8 p.m. Atlantic Standard Time. Hello, everybody. This is Mildred Lynn McDonald, and I'm your host for Two Owls Having a Hoot. Joining me this evening from Nova Scotia, Canada, is Madonna McGinnis, and we'll be bringing Madonna on in just a few minutes. There are times in your life when we stand at a crossroad full of apprehension and unsure of which way to turn. To help discern direction and provide some inspiration, offer clarity and hope, people sometimes turn to beautiful and supportive divination tools like oracle cards. During our time together today, Madonna and I are going to explore the following questions with probably some laughter thrown in there. What are oracle cards? How do they work? Why use them? What type of oracle cards are available? What are your favorite oracle cards? In addition, we'll also give examples of how we use oracle cards in our own life to help us tap into our inner compass or our guidance system or our inner voice to help us discern what might be the right turn in terms of being in alignment with our highest interest. We think you'll really enjoy it. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome world traveler, lifelong learner, Madonna McGinnis from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Are you there, Madonna? Hi, Mildred. Did you like your introduction? I loved it. It's also <laughs> true. <laughs> I like that. You're owning it. I know you're a great researcher, and you've put some time and energy in looking at what are oracle cards and what's the history of oracle cards? Well, oracle itself comes from the ancient Greeks. They were priests or priestesses who would, you know, had the gift of being able to prophesize, give advice through the divine, what was considered the divine at the time. But when I looked at oracle cards, they've actually been around for about 250 years. And it would appear from my research that the first oracle card was created in England in the late 1700s. Hooper's conversational cards. And they were used as basically kind of game cards, but people would tell stories with the cards. And then the first really, I guess, what you could consider modern cards were created in France by a lady who was a very well-renowned reader and prophesizer. Her name was Marie La Normand. Napoleon used her, and his wife Josephine used her, and oracle cards have been growing in popularity ever since her time, right Mm. up to the first 
first really what I consider the first real modern oracle cards created by Doreen Virtue in 1999. It's interesting because when we talked a little bit before the show, just for fun, I decided to do a Google search based on the words oracle cards. And you might be surprised and you might not be surprised, but what came up in the results are 4,400 well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> and then I couldn't help myself, so I went to Amazon because I wanted to see if someone wanted to purchase Oracle cards. What numbers are we looking there? And so when I just typed in the word Oracle cards, I got 1,900 options that I could potentially buy. So this wow. is, I know, this is a phenomena. And one thing I wanted to share with our listeners, people have access to oracle cards and access to all kinds of beautiful information, supportive information that they can get from using the oracle cards, sometimes a person may feel that the power is in the cards. What we wanted to share is that the power really is within yourself. The cards are just a way to help you connect with your inner voice and teach you how to start listening to your inner voice and get rid of the distractions of external voices. The other thing that occurred to me is that we are very passive in terms of, and Madonna may want to comment on this, in terms of we absorb so much information by watching. We can either be on Facebook or we're watching something on Netflix or we're reading something, the Huffington Post or whatever. The information is coming to us, coming to us, coming to us, and often in the form of entertainment. Maybe a skill set that we have an opportunity to develop or strengthen would be the opportunity to go within ourselves and start accessing that inner wisdom massaging and nurturing that inner voice. So you could look at using oracle cards as a tool, more than a divination tool, as a tool to start opening up that pathway. What do you think, Madonna? I couldn't agree more, Mildred. You know, I've been using oracle cards for quite a long time now. I think I purchased my first set in 2006, and I really saw them initially as having the power, that they had all the answers that I needed. The last couple of years, and maybe it's an aging thing, maybe it's the wisdom of growing, that I realized that I had the information, that it was already in my higher power, that I was just not used to accessing that information. I hadn't really thought about it and so I use the cards now knowing that the information is waiting to come out, it's waiting to be revealed to me and the cards are a tool for me and I feel very comfortable with that Empowerment, strength Mm -hmm. ability to access, sometimes As I had mentioned in our introductions, we could be at a crossroad full of apprehension or unsure which way to turn. The oracle cards really make you feel that you are not alone and who you are with is yourself. So many people in society today suffer from loneliness. 
this would be an avenue or a practice that you could use to help minimize that feeling of loneliness and start to maximize that connection with yourself and that feeling of being full and connected. Have you experienced that, Madonna? Absolutely. And my favorite deck is by Doreen Virtue. They're her goddess cards, and they've been published for quite a while now. And because I travel a lot, loneliness comes with travel. You don't always have access to your friends or your family. And the cards have been a real source of comfort, of friendship, of feeling that someone is there, like someone is there this morning and someone is there for the rest of the day prepared to walk side by side with me. That's very much the feeling that I've had from them from time to time. And I do suspect that in addition to the information coming from my higher power, that my higher power is also linking me to divinity, to the, lack of a better word, the agents of the divine who want to be part of my journey, who want to support me on my journey. It's a wonderful feeling. And more and more over the months and years, I've learned to trust that, learned to trust the the messaging that comes from those sources in that way through the cards. Now, if our listeners are wondering, well, what type of messages are these two talking about? I have, for example... Doreen Virtue, because she is a pioneer in this area, and I happen to have her oracle cards, let me go to the index, and I'll share what some of the messages that could potentially come up if you're using oracle cards. Be honest with yourself, peace of mind, positive expectations, follow your dreams, kick up your heels, vacation, breaking free, awakening your true self, and there's many, many more. So as you can see, It's all very positive here and would definitely help anybody who's going to go through their day or who's at a crossroads. The other part about the Oracle cards is that they offer a shift in perspective for your consideration. For example, if you picked up an Oracle card that talked about awakening your true self and you read the description that went along with it, I'll read this particular one for our listeners. You're beginning to rediscover your natural identity, including your old sense of humor, interests, passions, and desires. Trust that any confusion or changes you're currently experiencing are part of a healthful evolution. Now, I don't know about you, Madonna, but I usually don't have thoughts in my head the way those sentences are created or formatted. So what it's offering me is an opportunity to look at where I am on my life path in the context or within the structure of that particular card meeting. So each of the cards not only have verbiage that go with them that offer you a shift in perspective, some of them are very beautifully visually created. And I know when Madonna and I were talking once again before the show today, I was talking to her about a class she took in painting. And Madonna, you can take it from there because I thought this would be an opportunity for people to develop their own oracle cards if they were interested. Right. And as we were discussing prior to the show, oracle cards 
there's not necessarily a standard for size and for format. Some cards are created from messaging that the people who are making them receive for each card, and it can be very personal cards that you would only use for yourself if you want to create that. I did take a course in uh, Sonoma County in Cotati. It was an art journaling course, and very much felt every time I opened my book and looked at the blank page, I felt very much information that needed to come onto the page for maybe immediate use and for future use. And it was always interesting. The process was always the same for me. Everybody else was diving in, working away, and I would always just stand there in front of the blank page until I really started to hear what it was I was supposed to create that evening or the words that would come to me, and I would just capture the words or the images that would come to me. This is a book that's eight and a half by 11, the pages, and using paints and images from magazines or words or poetry, all kinds of messages and images that, you know, and I was glad to be reminded to take it out tonight and to look at it again and I'm looking at the pages and I can see things differently than I saw them in May when I created this book. And it's a great course for anyone in that area. Susie Miller, she's wonderful. You can go on Meetup, which is M-E-E-T-U-P dot com for Katati and her studio is Unfold Your Creative Spirit Studio. She does wonderful work. She's a former art teacher, and she's an exceptional, exceptionally creative human being. You took it to the next level, where, in my opinion, you started to create the oracle cards, complete with supportive perception-shifting messages for yourself. And I find that quite remarkable. And for our listeners, Madonna was kind enough to share a few of her pages with me when she was here in Sonoma County, and they were absolutely lovely. It really impacted me because I realized, why don't we all have a set of oracle cards that we have created by ourselves for ourselves? What great strength and comfort would that be? Now, if you're listening, and this is kind of new to you, and you're saying to yourself, I know Mildred mentioned Amazon as a possibility to get oracle cards. Where else can I get them? Well, usually in towns and cities, there's mind, body, spirit stores, which would carry things like oracle cards or crystals or books about consciousness. That would be a place where you could get oracle cards. If you're in a larger bookstore, you might go into the personal development or self-help section, and you would see books, and then you would also see square boxes that would probably have from 30 to 50 oracle cards in each box. And they usually run, from my experience, around 15 or $20. And, of course, as I mentioned, you could always go online, do a little research, find some oracle cards, on Amazon.com or your preferred online book or oracle card distributor and access it that way. Now, there's all different types of oracle cards. Madonna, do you have a couple of types that you can share with our listeners? Again, Doreen Virtue, she creates 
many different kinds of cards. So she creates angel cards. She creates messaging cards. I go to hayhouse.com. They're a great resource for material like this, and you can purchase oracle cards on Hay House. Some of the oracle cards available for purchase on Hay House are by a number of different authors. I know also that uh, Cheryl Richardson, she created what she calls Grace Cards many, many years ago, and they're a wonderful resource for accessing that kind of information from yourself. And just many numbers, some are called mermaids and dolphins cards, or animal cards, magic cards. And I think that people need to examine even the images of these cards and find images that and cards that resonate with them that they're attracted to. Don't necessarily purchase maybe what your friend has. Just make sure that you're bringing cards into your life that you're attracted to. You're attracted to the visual. You're attracted to the stories. I think that's really important. I'd love for us to each pick a card and Mm -hmm. actually share with our listeners how we would use that card in the context of our own lives. I forgot to ask, do you have a favorite Oracle card deck yourself? Yes, I do. As I mentioned before, the Goddess Cards by Doreen Burchard. They travel everywhere with me. I have other cards. Some are sitting in Cape Breton as we speak. (laughs) Some are in boxes that haven't been opened in a while. The Goddess Cards always travel with me. Really enjoy them. And, you know, I make sure that before I use them that I'm in a quiet place. I don't worry about their condition. I just simply worry that they're in my suitcase, that they're available to me. You know, to be in a quiet place and to decide what is it that I need that day. Do I simply need some messaging or do I have a question? I try to keep it really simple. For me, the cards that I'm most attracted to, it's called Healing with the Fairies oracle cards and as Madonna was sharing the visuals the messages somehow it all works for me it worked from the first day that I discovered them so I just love them and that's the deck that I'll be using when we come back but before we each choose a card we wanted to share some beautiful music from Nova Scotia Dennis Ryan singing the Cape Breton lullaby As you're connecting with this music, breathe in deeply and breathe out because before we access our oracle cards, we both create a sacred space. And the easiest way to create that sacred space is through breath work. So here we go. The Cape Breton Lullaby by Dennis Ryan. Breathe, breathe, breathe. And when we come back, Madonna will choose an oracle card to give her guidance and then I will choose an oracle card to give me some guidance.
You're listening to Two Owls Having a Hoot on Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. Enjoy the show. And we're back. This is Mildred Lynn McDonald, live from Sebastopol, California. And joining me today is Madonna McGinnis, live from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. And we're talking about oracle cards, how to tap into the spiritual guidance provided through using oracle cards. And in this part of our show, Madonna and myself are going to give an example of how we actually use oracle cards in our lives. So, Madonna, would you like to go first? Absolutely. Thank you. Bridget. (laughs) I love Bridget. Don't back down. Stand up for what you believe is right. Bridget is an Irish girl, which is quite fun given that Dennis Ryan is an Irish boy. (laughs) And Bridget wants me to be really clear about my intentions. I'm entering another new phase in my life and she's telling me it's important not to be confused about things that are coming to me and to be very clear with the people who are in my life or I come across about what I want and what I need. Her messaging comes up fairly frequently for me and it's We all have something that we need to be reminded about on a regular basis, and this is mine, about clarity and being certain about what it is that I want and being able to tell people what it is that I want. So when you read that, what feelings came up? Um, I immediately smiled and quietly thanked her for that friendship, that messaging that she keeps giving to me and I feel very protected and in the knowing that I already am aware of that I am responsible for my road for my going forward and she's reminding me of that. It feels good that I received that message. Now how will you use the message? Let's say you got this message now How do you put this message into play as Madonna walks through the next couple of days? I think that for me, as I walk through the next couple of days, I have more of a certainty of the direction that I'm going in. I have more of a certainty that it's important for me to be clear, that I'm allowed to be clear, that I'm being encouraged to be clear. And for many women my age, We were not raised to always have a voice, to be clear, to feel certain about our allowance, to have that voice. So I feel good. Thanks for sharing, Madonna. And for myself, the oracle card that comes up for me is new opportunity. And I'm looking at it, and my first impression is, oh, this is a lovely purple card. Hmm, looks kind of like maybe the sixth and seventh chakra. I'm sharing my process as I go through with our listeners. And the visual is a fairy, and she has neon blue wings, and she's flying towards the cosmos. She's in a large cathedral with big open windows, and rays of light are coming through. The new opportunity, beware of a huge new opportunity being presented to you. It is safe 
for you to trust and to enter this new realm. So the key word for me is trust. And because of the nature of work I do, a lot of my time and attention and focus is in the world that's not visible. It's in the intangible world. You need to have a lot of trust to walk in both worlds, the physical world and the invisible world, in order to do your work. So the gift that this card is giving me is remember to trust. It's okay for you to trust. Now, how I will walk with it through the day and through the weeks to come is I will remember this card and take that vibration of trust and be very aware of it and be aware of my feelings and my thought patterns. Now, I asked Madonna, how did you feel when you got that card? And it sounds to me that this card to Madonna is an old friend, Bridget. Now, when I looked at the new opportunity, what's happening to me is I'm getting feelings of anticipation in my solar plexus, which is where my tummy is, but I'm also feeling a little bit of tightness, so there's a bit of apprehension there. What I will do is use this card and the message of trust to work on myself and bring myself to more of a place of trust and use my breathing and use creative outlets and whatever resources, nature, that I find is available for me. So that's how I'll use it. Did you want to ask me any questions, Vedana? When you pick a card, are you mm-hmm. immediately more drawn to the image percentage or to the word? Being the curious person that I am, I tend to go toward the words. Mm-hmm. I read most of the Oracle card little booklets have like a, an opening, then they give you more explanation. I would go to the executive summary, so to speak. Then I would look at the visual. After I look at the visual, then I would go back for the more in-depth. And a lot of times I completely skip the affirmations. <laughs> I know. You don't have to eat everything that's on your plate in terms of oracle cards. Part of the process is understanding what is appropriate for you. So the information is presented in different ways so that it can be received by different people. Some people are visually oriented. Some people are oriented to words. Some people are oriented to music. So part of the learning process is really to understand, at least this is my perspective, how much you need from anything that you're receiving for your consideration. So that's my take on it. Great question, Madonna. I think I do the same thing. I read the words, and I'll read a little bit more in the book, and then try to capture what the image is saying to me as well. But I think that it's important for our listeners to understand that if you feel that you simply want to look at the image and getting your information from looking at the image and it's not important to read the words and I think that's perfectly fine as well because most of these cards have beautiful beautiful images that are created from original artwork so that's our take on oracle cards and part of the reason that we're doing the show is we want to look at tools that are available to help people access and connect and use the life-supporting, beautiful information that comes from your higher self. And as we alluded to before, we're so used to having information, being bombarded with information. 
a question that would be great to take away. Am I absorbing information externally? Is my external voice louder than my inner voice? And what are some things I can use? What are tools I can use like oracle cards to help me amplify that inner voice? Because by mm-hmm. amplifying your inner voices, you're going to be more true to yourself and your life purpose and your path will become clearer. Anything to add there, Madonna? Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Absolutely. The wonderful feeling when you start to receive clarity on your life purpose. So that's it for Oracle Cards. If you feel that someone in your life can benefit from the information that Madonna and I shared, then please feel free to pass along this podcast. It's located in the Blog Talk Radio archives. It's also on my Facebook page, Mildred Lynn McDonald, or on my website, Healing Conversations with Mildred Lynn. The main thing is that this is positive energy, a really good tool. Let's keep that positive energy moving and arriving in the inbox of someone who could really use it. On our next Two Wells Having a Hoot, we're going to be talking about animal totems. So I'd like to thank Madonna McGinnis, lifelong learner, world traveler, and researcher extraordinaire for joining us this evening. Hopefully Madonna will be back on the show. In fact, I know I know for sure she will be. Thank you so much, Madonna. Till next time, Mildred. All right. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us. This program was brought to you by Firefly Willows, L-I-V-E. We hope you enjoyed the show. This is Deb Caracella. Please join us next time on Firefly Willows, L-I-V-E for Amethyst Oracle, Divination with a Queer Twist with Heisey Ludmers and Charlie Harrington, Tuesday evening at 8 p.m.